Hello, and welcome to the Smart Injury Doctors Podcast, the injury market's top program for doctors, lawyers, and insurers who want to gain greater insight on how to improve patient recovery results and deliver better services in the U.S. injury market. Please welcome your host, Dr. Jeffrey Allen Kronk. Okay, doctors, what I want to talk about today is the beauty of the Nexus X-ray guidelines. Now, that might seem like a unbelievably boring topic, but uh, there's a thing called the Nexus X-ray guidelines. So what actually are those? Those are the National Emergency X-ray Utilization Study called Nexus. Now, the beautiful thing about it is all X-ray guidelines and all procedures... You know, when people put a guideline together, they use these types of guidelines, which are called that this is in one is called the National X, Emergency X-ray Utilization Study. And it's probably the most used X-ray uh, guideline for rationale for X-ray in the entire country of the United States and probably worldwide. OK, so what is it? Well, uh, let's just talk about clearing the cervical spine with an with a. Uh, nexus guideline. Um, let's talk about how that how that relates. First of all, whenever you're talking about injury or trauma, spine trauma, imaging is the key. Imaging is the absolute key. And today, uh, we've been overrun with the idea that MRI is the key. MRI is the key for a disc herniation. There are about five discs that herniate routinely uh, in the spine with trauma three in the cervical, two in the lumbar. They certainly do not explain, even remotely close to, explain all of the conditions and all of the symptoms that are created from the spinal injury itself. Remember, the spine is just two parts. It's bone and connective tissue. But there's a lot more connective tissue that is non-disc connective tissue than there is disc connective tissue. So we also have to be very mindful of the non-disc ligament injuries. So... When we look at imaging, there's two imaging. There's X-ray, you could say advanced X-ray is CT, and there's MRI. So what we're talking about today is X-ray. X-ray gets poo-pooed. X-ray is the most powerful imaging procedure for spinal imaging, without a doubt. Um, because let's just look at how this relates to the Nexus study. Remember, the National Emergency X-ray Utilization Study is not the National Emergency MRI Utilization Study. It's for X-ray. It's a different procedure. It's a different imaging procedure. So I'm going to read the clearing cervical spine criteria. If your patient does not have midline posterior spinal tenderness present, if it doesn't have spinal tenderness present, you don't need to X-ray. If you don't have a painful, distracting injury present or you don't have the indications that you have that, you don't need to x-ray. If the person is not intoxicated, you don't have to x-ray. I'll break each one of these down as we go. If there's no focal neurological deficits present, you don't have to x-ray. If there's no encephalopathy, which is a some sort of brain condition, you don't have to x-ray. All right, so let's break these down. First of all, when you have a spinal injury, there's only three ways to injure a spine. There's only three ways to derange a spine. You either broke it or you have a soft tissue injury. The soft tissue injury that you would have that's connected to the spine is a spinal ligament injury. There are 220 ligaments present, 23 of which are discs. Discs herniate, 
The other ligaments cause excessive motion. But let's break down this nexus study. So the first thing we're going to look for is midline spinal cervical tenderness. And when you have a cervical injury or a lumbar injury or a thoracic injury, you're going to have midline tenderness. Um, that almost always comes with the territory of an injury itself. So that's the very first thing that you're looking for. Now, if you don't have that, ooh, okay, good. Does that mean that you don't have a painful, distracting injury presence or you don't, you don't suspect that? Now, there's two types to the painful, distracting injury present. So if you look on the Nexus study, it says painful, distracting injury present. What they mean initially is, wow, the guy you know, has an arm amputation that's so bad and screaming so bad that they're distracted. They don't even know they have a neck injury. So there's an injury that is so distracting their attention that you better x-ray their neck to see or their back or their lower back to see if there's any problems there as well. That's one form of distracting injury. The other form of distracting injury suggests that there are fractures or soft tissue injuries or common distracting injuries in the patients for the cervical spine. So what is a soft tissue injury? The soft tissue injury is the disc or the non-disc ligament damage. So if you think there's ligament damage in the spine with a person that injures their spine, so if the person has, you think they sprained their spine, you must x-ray under the Nexus guidelines, right? So it makes it really, really simple. Now, intoxication present, all that means is that if somebody comes into an emergency room and they're super, super drunk and somebody feels they have a neck injury, you have to x-ray them. That's not the typical doctor of chiropractic, doctor of physical therapy. That's not, typically not your office, but it's in there. Okay, what if they have, what if they have focal neurological deficits? Well, this should be pretty much right down the line of anybody. So if a person comes into a doctor's office, a chiropractor's office, and they have a focal neurological deficit, which means a problem with the nerve, the spinal cord, or brain function, that's a neurological deficit. So if they have pain going down their arm, is that a neurological deficit? 100%. If they have pins and needles in their arm, is that a neurological deficit? 100%. They have referred pain, is that a neurological deficit? 100%. If they're getting a nerve-related, pinched nerve-related condition, a altered function nerve-related condition, is that a neurological uh, deficit? 100%. You should x-ray under these guidelines, under the National Utilization Emergency X-ray Utilization Study. Okay, what about if they have encephalopathy or in the guidelines, what it talks about is altered awareness, altered alertness. Now, 1,000%, if you thought that they had some sort of uh, the symptoms, and remember, these are just symptoms, right? So they come in, you go, hey, oh, they've got midline spinal tenderness. Wow, I think they might have some sort of a ligament injury. That's a painful, distracting injury. Got x-ray. They're not intoxicated. Nope. It is affecting the nerve. Got x-ray. Now, the last one says altered level of consciousness or encephalopathy. This is where you get into the mild traumatic brain injury crossovers, right? So using a brain injury, if I go into the concussion areas, there are six clinical trajectories, right? 
there's balance problems, there's ocular problems, visual problems, there's cognitive problems, there's migraine headaches is a problem, there's anxiety and mood problems, and there is the cervical profile. The unknown, woo, oh my gosh, not sure what the cervical profile means. The cervical profile is exactly what Nexus is talking about. It means that there is a problem with the cervical spine and it should be picked up. Now, in the mild traumatic brain injury, you're going to talk. You're, you're targeting the upper cervical, cranial cervical junction, and the top two or three vertebra. And that's the that's the cervical profile in the concussion direct trajectory. So, if I know this study, if I if I take this Nexus study, I love it because I'm huge in in the injury space. You got midline spinal tenderness, you got to x-ray. You think you got painful, distracting injuries present, you're going to be x-raying. Now, if you don't think you got a painful, distracting injury present, then what are you treating? Because that's everything you're treating. If you're a doctor of chiropractic, you're not treating the fracture. And there's only other there's only one other painful, distracting injury that the patient that the cervical spine can have, which is the ligament injury. Right? Person's not intoxicated, don't need to worry about that. Wow, this is causing a problem with the nerve. The person has damaged their spine or they have a chronic situation and it's causing a problem with the nerve, you got to x-ray. Person has altered consciousness or they have any of the upper cervical symptoms of a mild traumatic brain injury. Now, what can that be? It can be visual disturbances, can be balance difficulty, it can be headaches, it could be tinnitus, vertigo, um, those are common ones. You could have problems with concentration, seeming like there's brain fog, the various things that you have in a mild traumatic brain injury, got x-ray. But you, you should be correlating these things, right? So these things are, what really gets fun is when you start correlating these things, practice is a blast because you are talking about being able to pick up, you're picking up the root cause of both acute injury case patients, and also the chronic patients, bar none. So the, the, the obvious thing here is that I love these guidelines. You should look into these guidelines. As you look into these guidelines, you'll start to love them as well because they tell you exactly what you need to do. What is the rationale for your x-ray? Midline spinal tenderness, I think I got a distracting injury. It's causing focal neurological deficits. And I've also got some upper cervical or mild traumatic brain injury crossover type symptoms. Boom. What am I doing? Now, what are you looking for on these x-rays? Well, under the chiropractic guidelines for x-ray, it says you're looking for a spinal subluxation. We won't, we won't get into that. Um, misalignment of the vertebra that causes nerve interference. Good. It also says that you're looking for areas of, is there a fracture? Is there indications of soft tissue damage, that's called excessive motion. Is there a problem with any kind of degeneration? And is there any spinal instability? What's a spinal instability? A spinal instability is excessive motion that causes ner nerve interference. Excessive motion that causes a focal neurological deficit is what a spinal or what a spinal instability is. Can you treat them? Absolutely, 100% you can. So it's a very beautiful aspect of looking at guidelines that actually work. Somebody came up 
and they did a really good job with these guidelines and they're applicable whether you're a medical doctor, whether you're a chiropractor, whether you're a physical therapist, anybody that's dealing with the spine itself. As a matter of fact, I would go so far as to say that if somebody walked into an office and basically had no x-rays done, treatment was performed and somehow they were injured by the treatment, the, the doctor who did it is wide open. Their insurance carrier is wide open. Um, their malpractice insurance carriers, liability carriers is wide open because they didn't even follow the basic. The National Emergency X-ray Utilization Study is one of the most basic X-ray utilization guidelines there is. And it's in, it's everywhere. It's in chiropractic, it's in physical therapy, it's in, uh, and when I say in physical therapy, in places where physical therapists are now allowed to do imaging, these are the these are the this is the rationale that everybody uses for imaging. So they're beautiful guidelines. Why I like why I like them so much. So anyway, I just wanted to do a quick. I know a lot of times on these programs, I, I you know I do a kind of short and sweet to the point. I wanted to get a little bit technical and go. I love the National Emergency Utiliz X-ray Utilization Study. I love it because. It's too easy to clinically tie it, and it's too easy to explain it, and there are so few people that understand what I just said. If you're one of them, you're in the top 10%, easily, easily, uh, because if you understood what I just described, um, you're going to understand and be a top injury provider as well as a top chronic pain specialist that can reduce chronic pain because you're getting to the root cause of the problem with the patient. So short, sweet, and to the point is what we do, is what I do on these podcasts. If you have any questions about our program, please contact us at 800-940-6513. Look us up on the web at www.smartinjurydoctors.com. Get in touch with us. Find out more about what it is that we do. We are building an army. I am building an army. Over 500 doctors now have... have uh, trained under our program. I'm very proud of that. Um, those are the numbers up to 20, you know, this is January of 2024. And I'm very proud of that. If you're interested, please contact us, get a hold of us. Doctors, as always, I appreciate your time, your attention, giving me your attention. And I look forward to, to delivering more good content to you on the next podcast. You've been listening to the Smart Injury Doctors Podcast, the number one audio production show for professionals in the U.S. injury market that want to deliver better injury services to the patients, clients, or insureds they serve. If you like what you heard today, please leave us a review and don't forget to join us on our next program.